Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online, and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Welcome to the show. This is a bonus episode of the Not A Diving podcast. So yeah, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. There will be a main pod tomorrow, but it's looking like it's going to be a little bit late. So probably tomorrow night rather than tomorrow morning. So in the meantime, yeah, we're here with a bonus 45 minutes or so, maybe a bit less, maybe half an hour. We'll see how we get on on this. But really the purpose of this is to update you on the 2023 Not Alive podcast pledge drive and to remind you of what you get as a podcast supporter because, you know, the podcast is free to air, the main podcast is free to air, but obviously we do have production costs and we try to cover them the best we can and also have some money left over to market the show and to grow the audience, which will enable us to get, you know, more guests, higher profile guests, perhaps occasionally. You know, I'm not necessarily wanting to uh, turn this into a kind of celebrity chat every week, but, you know, occasionally it might be nice to get some different kinds of people on there. But I think there is potential here for a much bigger audience. And obviously we need to work to build that. So, yeah, the more money we have, the better. Absolutely. And if you're enjoying the show, then why not support it? Right. Why not support it directly? So on the show today, I'm going to give you a little taste of one of the things you get as a podcast supporter on Patreon. And that is an example of Singles Club, which is a bonus podcast, which we do regularly on the Patreon feed only. Just before we get into that, here's a quick reminder about what we're doing for the pledge drive. So yeah, we are a week or so into it, nearly a week into it. We're going to be doing it for two weeks. There are three ways that you can participate in this. The most important way, the best way, is by signing up to the musicality tier of Patreon. Now, musicality is the higher tier. It costs 10 US dollars a month or £8.50 GBP. And what you get for that money, of course, you get the knowledge you're 
supporting the best music podcast out there. You also get the bonus podcasts such as Singles Club, but most crucially, you get all the music that we release on Hot Flush Recordings and affiliated labels. So you may have noticed that I released Digital Underground last week, which is a mixtape, 12-track mixtape, consisting of some pretty banging tunes, I have to say. Musicality tier supporters got that a few weeks ago. They didn't have to pay for it other than their 8 quid 50, 10 USD a month. And they also got all the other stuff that we've been releasing too. So if you like the music that we release on Hot Flush, it's basically a Bandcamp subscription, essentially. But you also get the other stuff too, like I said. So the uh, Singles Club episodes is going to be more bonus podcasts and also bonus videos that we start doing in the immediate period. But yeah, the music is the big thing there. So that's an unambiguously great deal. But when you sign up during Pledge Drive, it's even better because not only do you get a 50% off voucher to spend at Bandcamp on anything you want, any merch, any vinyl, any physical product, you also get free of charge, including postage and packaging, the Musicality 2023 t-shirt. And that is a wicked t-shirt, I have to say. Check the show notes and check my socials for pictures of that t-shirt. So yeah, that's a lot that you get for a pretty small financial outlay. So the other two levels are, first of all, the solidarity tier on Patreon, which gets you the bonus pods and, again, the knowledge that you're supporting us. Sign up for that during Pledge Drive and you get a 50% off Bandcamp voucher to spend on anything on our Bandcamp store, any merch, any vinyl, any cassettes, anything you want, 50% off. That's pretty great. And then if you want to support us via the means of a direct donation, which you can do at scubaofficial.io slash support, fling us a tenner there and we'll send you a 25% off Bandcamp voucher. A tenner as in US dollars or 8 quid 50. 25% off Bandcamp will be winging its way to you if you did that. So that's a pretty great selection of offers that are going to be in place for the next week or so. So yeah, if you like the show, if you're listening regularly, get involved and support us during the 2023 Pledge Drive. Right, Singles Club. I did a Fat Magazine video a few years ago for part of their Singles Club episode, and I managed to enrage lots and lots of people through my flippant and sometimes quite offensive reviews of music. So this is a lot of fun, and I decided to reprise that particular piece of engaging content for a series of regular podcasts available to supporters only. But this episode of Singles Club, I'm making free to air to give you a taste in case you're wondering what it's like to be a podcast supporter. Now, sometimes Singles Club episodes are just me slagging stuff off. So for example, when I do the Spotify top 10 tech house, for example, that's usually quite bad. And my responses are usually quite cutting to listen to that kind of stuff. But today... We're doing something totally different. It's the Spotify Top 10 India. So the top 10 most streamed tunes on Spotify in India last weekend. So I recorded this on Saturday. And um, it was really, really interesting, I have to say. It was fascinating. Not what I expected at all, or certainly certain aspects of it weren't what I expected. And really, this is me learning in real time about music. So this is the beauty of Singles Club. It's completely unrehearsed. It's unedited. It's really just hit record, listen to some music and give you my thoughts. 
And sometimes that's really quite good. Sometimes it's less good. But this one, I have to say, like I said, was super interesting. And yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it. So here is Singles Club, the India top 10. It's actually the top 10 tracks of the India top 50. I'll leave a link in the show notes to that chart, although it may have changed slightly in intervening periods. So yeah, here we go. Okay, as mentioned, today we're doing the top 10 Spotify in India. Now, okay, let's be honest here. I know nothing about any of these tunes. I've had a quick look through it and it's all Indian domestically made music. So we are going to be shooting from the hip here. There's going to be a very, very pronounced level of ignorance on display during this episode of Singles Club, but that's okay. It's never stopped us before. And, um, it should be fun. I think what's going to be interesting is to see the influence of production of other styles being uh, utilised in the making of uh, music which appeals directly to the Indian market. And I think that's what is sort of common in the various different territory sales charts you get on Spotify. So it's obviously with different lyrics and different languages in some cases, quite a lot of cases. But in my experience, when listening to these charts, the actual sound of the records is usually quite familiar. So it'll be interesting to see if that's true of the India chart. And um, yeah, there's going to be some hasty Googling of artists and tracks. That's part of the uh, part of the rules of Singles Club is I get the duration of a tune to research, research the details of that tune, the details of the artist and all that kind of stuff to kind of make up for my gaping holes the gaping holes in my knowledge also i only get one take to do this so you get um <laughs> you get mistakes of the sort that i've just made in the last 30 seconds but that's okay that's part of the fun of singles club it's very quick very reverent very um well it's uh it's a, a window into the depths of my soul perhaps or the depths of my views on music i try to be honest i do try to be honest on these episodes. So um, yeah, let's give it a go, shall we? Let's get cracking. So 10 tracks. It's actually the top 50 India chart. It's Saturday the 11th of November that I'm doing this, but we're just going to do the top 10. Uh, usually when I've already reviewed a track in one of these charts, I'll skip it over. But as mentioned, I have no idea what any of these tunes are. So we're going to get going. Number 10 with 525,000 streams yesterday. Track is called... <clears throat> okay, um, in fact, yeah, so apologies in advance for mispronouncing people's names because it's going to be bad, very bad. So the artist here is Anridu Ravichanda and Telepathy VJ. Um, okay, this is actually from a motion picture soundtrack, presumably a Bollywood movie entitled Leo. And the track is called Nah Ready. Okay, let's take a listen to this, shall we? That is, that might be the craziest thing I've ever heard. Wow. That was... That was really all over the place. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, so as mentioned from the original soundtrack to Leo, 
which is a Tamil language film uh, which came out this year. Now, again, my knowledge of um, sort of the domestic makeup of India is going to be cruelly exposed here. I know Tamil is spoken in the south. That's what they speak in uh, Sri Lanka, isn't it? But I don't know how it um, plays out in the, the film industry in India. But I mean, okay, that's kind of by the by, though. I mean, I was never going to understand the lyrics. Um, and uh, I guess that's going to be true for most of the most of the tracks we're talking about here. but yeah the tune like wow just like this mad like triplet based beat which just gallops along for like four minutes and then like the structure is like just all over the place it's like it's got this this sort of set beat which kind of which which goes for the vast majority of the track and then there's like just different like, little vocal bits that go over it and then there's a bit with horns that comes in and it's just crazy I mean, you can imagine it being used in a film, absolutely, like in some kind of chase sequence or something like that. You know, it's completely just mad. And I don't really have anything to like reference it, you know, reference to when I'm kind of trying to analyze it. It's just like this crazy out there. I mean, this, it must be a big movie, right? It must be, it has to be because you know, it's a number, it's the 10th most streamed tune in India currently. So this is, must be, this must be a big hit in the cinema or what, you know, I, I guess cinemas are still big. I have no idea again how the domestic market in India works, but uh, full disclosure, I went to India once in 2002. I went to Delhi and to Bangalore and to, to Jaipur as well, but I haven't been back since. So yes, knowledge is really, really low generally that's what i'm bringing to the table here it's a significant amount of ignorance but anyway this this is obviously huge and it must be due to the the movie it has to be due to the movie because that is not a tune that you would expect people to be listening to in large numbers without some kind of external hook and i guess it's it's the movie but yeah i mean that was crazy all over the place but i mean as i was saying at the top like you could recognize the production style like you could recognize the um you know the electronic stuff that was being used in there the way that the way the tracks mixed sounded very modern very kind of american kind of pop in terms of the the, the actual sound of the mix down not the song obviously uh but yeah it was totally crazy sounding but familiar technically if that makes sense so yeah crazy crazy okay um next one number 9 Again, apologies for the pronunciation. So artist name, Pritam, Arjit Singh, and okay, Am- Amitab, Amitab Bhattacharya. Oh, God, sorry. Uh, track entitled Kesaria. And this is also from an, uh, an OST. The, uh, the track, the movie rather, is called Brahmaster. Or bra bramastra, God. Um, wow. Okay, let's let's give this a go. And in fact, I've just noticed there's another tune from that Leo OST in the top ten too. Wow. Okay, interesting. Right. Oh, and then there's another movie in this top ten too. Wow. Okay, this is very interesting. Right. Let's listen to Kesaria, shall we? Five hundred thirty thousand streams yesterday. <laughs>
Yeah, okay. So that was a lot more familiar. That was that was really nice, actually. I enjoyed listening to that. It was, in fact, I enjoyed it so much that I kind of got lost in it, and then I had to hastily do my research in the last minute or so of the track. But wow, okay, so this is from a Hindi language film this time. But the singer Arjit Singh, according to his wiki page. He is the third most followed artist globally on Spotify and the most followed Asian on Spotify. If that's true, that's crazy. So this guy's enormous, huge. He was the most streamed Indian artist of 20, 2020, 2021 and 2022. He is um, a huge star, apparently. And this is uh, news to me, obviously. Um, I've no idea if it's news to you. More power to you if you have heard of this guy because uh, he's operating in a totally different sector than uh, anything I've really come across. But he sounds like a really interesting person. He's like he's born in West Bengal. He's obviously a Muslim, which in India is, uh, especially these days, is a little bit um, difficult, I imagine. But yeah, he's so he's um, he's really been instrumental in. I guess, repopularizing Indian classical music. This is really fascinating, absolutely fascinating. But just with the um, with the tune, it's just a very nice middle-of-the-road kind of pop song, um, particularly the the intro before the drums come in. It's lovely. It sounds great. He's a really great singer. I, I mean, I'm presuming it's him singing. It has to be, right? But yeah, just a lovely melody. Obviously can't understand a fucking word of it, but that's normal. <laughs> I don't speak Hindi. And uh, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Wow. that's It's not often I say that on Singles Club, but I genuinely did. Okay. Wow. This is a surprising chart so far. Anyway, let's move on to number eight. It's another track from Leo um, with the same artist. The main artist is Anirudh Ravichanda. That's definitely not how you pronounce that, but it's sort of a phonetic pronunciation. So Apologies for that, but um, let's listen to the tune. 586,000 streams yesterday. It's called Ordinary Person from the Leo soundtrack. Let's, let's listen. Right, okay, that was a lot more um, normal than the first tune we heard from that particular soundtrack. So, okay, it's Nikita Gandhi singing this, and I've just realised that there is a genre of singer or a kind of a category of singer called a playback singer, and that is someone who sings a song which is then used in a film, but the singer doesn't appear in the film, so the actor lip-syncs to the song. And the person who sings it originally is called the play a playback singer. And actually, on the previous uh, track, Arjit Singh is also described as a playback singer. So these these musicians, these um, these performers, are obviously fucking massive in India, doing um, music for the big movies over there. This is so fascinating to me. This is this is this is unlike any other previous episode of uh, of Singles Club. I have to say, um, let's be honest about the tune. Though it's pretty awful. It's a kind of bad reggaeton slash EDM with some Indian instruments kind of lumped on top. It's not good. 
at all. In fact, it sounds, yeah, it sounds really dreadful. I mean, I, I was just distracted by learning about playback singers and uh, and all this cultural, different cultural stuff, which I had no idea about before, which, which is why I kind of sound like I'm enjoying myself. But wow, that, that tune was really bad. It was terrible. Let's be honest. It was, yeah, not good. And that's a weird soundtrack on that film, isn't it? Very strange. Um, anyway, yeah, but Nikita Gandhi, yeah, she's obviously famous in India. But yeah, doing playback singing, fascinating. I had no idea that existed, that that was a thing. Well, learn something new every day, particularly when you're doing this. Right, okay, and um, okay, oh, hang on a second. There's another track from this uh, Leo film. So it's a number six, sorry, number seven is also from Leo. It's only credited to the guy who's sort of the main artist on the on the whole soundtrack album. So this is actually, that previous one is not from the same album though. So maybe it's just a single they put out separately and it's just coming out like that as it sometimes does on Spotify. Um, but this one is, yeah, just credited to Anirudh Ravichanda. God, that's probably like the third different pronunciation I've that I've attempted for this poor guy's name, although he's probably not too upset about it. Um, and the track is called Badass. 608,000 streams yesterday on Spotify. Hmm, okay, number seven in the chart. Let's uh, give it a listen. Right, so Mr. Ravi Chanda, whose first name I can't pronounce, is, is the main singer, right? So he's the singer... Uh, who's the kind of headline act on this soundtrack. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And that was pretty awful, I have to say. It, was, um, it had this like voiceover over the top, some dude saying badass in a kind of sort of throaty kind of a way. And I can't imagine that that fitted well in the movie. I think this may have lowered the tone of the movie quite significantly, actually. <laughs> what was amazing about that, maybe amazing is overrating it, but I'm listening to this on headphones and the width, the stereo width of this mix is wild. Everything is panned left and right, unbelievably hard. And uh, the drums especially, it's like some huge sounding thing. But that doesn't get around the fact that the tune was bad. It was bad. 
unambiguously bad. And I'm worried about that film now. I'm glad I don't have to watch it. But it must be an enormous film. It must be an enormous movie in India if four, is it four? No, three tracks from the soundtrack are in the top 10 Spotify streams. Mad, absolutely mad. But it doesn't really, uh, it's not really a good advert, I don't think, for <laughs> the kind of stuff that's big in India. But I mean, you know, I, I'm not really there. I'm not the target audience, am I? Okay, that's the last movie soundtrack song in this chart. So we have six more and they're all just songs. Although I actually have just noticed that Arjit Singh crops up again. Hmm, okay. Anyway, let's move on. Number six, it's called Checks and it's by Shube. Let's take a listen. Actually, it's uh, 630,000 Spotify streams today, yesterday, whenever this thing was. So yeah, Checks, let's listen to it. <laughs> So I guess this is Punjabi hip-hop. It's definitely sung in Punjabi. And uh, yeah, that's a hip-hop beat. So, right. I mean, it's not a big surprise that this exists, is it, at all, really? And uh, I think it's difficult to... <laughs> it's difficult to appraise it. Like, it really is tough. That kind of vocal delivery, it's really tough when you don't speak the language to tell if it's any good or not. I mean, the best you can do is kind of give a vague uh, a vague assessment of your, of how the kind of delivery hits you. And delivery sounded punchy to me. It's kind of, kind of a high-pitched vocal performance. Like he's not, I mean, he's, he is singing in places, but it is rap, I would generally speaking say. But he really, yeah, I mean, he, He's punchy in his delivery, and it sounded like um, it sounded convincing. Let's put it like that. But uh, this dude is from—he's actually Canadian, so yeah, he's an Indian rapper, singer-songwriter based in Canada, working predominantly in Punjabi music. Hmm. Okay. He was born in in Punjab in India, right? I mean, it's fascinating, isn't it? Like the different languages that can go into a chart like this. Like there is a plurality of that, uh, of linguistics here that just doesn't really exist in the West in this kind of a way. Although having said that, no, that's not quite true, is it? Because when you look at an Italian top 10, there's a fucking ton of Italian language songs. So maybe that's wrong. But I mean, for them to pick up in the same chart, I mean, India's just, an, it's a fascinating place, isn't it? Like a billion people and all these different cultures in together. I mean, it's a continent, really, isn't it? Well, the subcontinent. But anyway, it was all right. As best I can judge, the beat, the beat was okay. You know, could have been worse. It could have been worse. Right, next one, number five. Track it out softly, and it's Karen Ojla. A-U-J-L-A. How do you pronounce that? And Icky. 716,000 Spotify streams yesterday. The Making Memories album. Like I said, track and title softly. Let's take a listen. Right. Another Punjabi one. That 
felt a lot more familiar to me in the general feel of it. I don't know what that genre is called, but it had that kind of swung, kind of shoulder-bumping, elbow-wagging kind of a feel to it. In a way, I feel like I've heard that before like a million times. Uh, The vocals were... I mean, that's a good vocal delivery. Again, I don't speak Punjabi, so God knows what he's saying and God knows whether, um, you know, the lyrics are good or not or if the lyrics are mind-blowingly offensive for that matter. But in terms of his delivery, that was good. It felt good. Absolutely. I think the backing track was really vanilla, too vanilla. And that kind of spoiled it for me. But the, but the vocal delivery was cool. Now, this dude, Karen Aulia, or Orgela, A-U-J-L-A, how, I mean, how you pronounce that? He's also Canadian. So Punjabi Canadian stuff is obviously a thing. Yeah, he's had, um, he's charted in the Canadian chart with Punjabi language music, presumably. Well, maybe not, but uh, he's certainly, yeah, he is certainly big in Canada. And, you know, okay, I think he was also, yeah, he was also born in India. But the Canadian music industry, the Canadian record industry in particular, is just, it's a powerhouse. It really is so many big artists from Canada who you just kind of, to the untrained eye, might appear to be American or whatever. But having this kind of extra, I mean, having stuff like a Punjabi, real Punjabi scene, which is successful, that's wild. And it's, I mean, anecdotally, I don't know the details about this, but anecdotally, it's because their government subsidy system takes it seriously and they put money, proper money, into the arts. And who would have thought, and it's not just about money, obviously, you have to have a culture that goes with it and a kind of um, a a network and an ecosystem which churns it out. But having resources, so, you know, it helps so much, absolutely. And Canadians do that. So, yeah, fair enough. That was okay. Into the top, we are in the top five, actually. So it's number four. And again, this is okay. So, featuring Arjit Singh, the aforementioned third most followed artist in the world, apparently. I'd love to know if that's true or not. I'll have to look it up properly after this. Maybe I'll use this song to try and ascertain if that's correct. The okay, so it's an unpronounceable title. Also, H E R I Y E. So, Hiri. And it's featuring Arjit Singh, but the the top artist is Jasleen Royal. 983,000 streams yesterday in India. Actually, no, presumably that's the whole platform. But it's actually when you think about it, considering there's a billion people or more in India, Spotify is obviously not a, doesn't have huge penetration in the Indian market. I mean, if you think if, if there was anything like, like American level of penetration, the figures would just be, well, they'd be Big, very big. Anyway, the track is called, yeah, already said, Hiri. Let's give it a listen. So, Arjit Singh is, in fact, the third most followed artist on Spotify globally. That is crazy. Crazy. He's got more followers than Taylor Swift. More followers than Taylor Swift, like 3 million more. He has double the amount of followers, double the amount of followers as Post Malone, double the amount as Selena Gomez, 
three times the amount of followers as Beyonce. <laughs> that is wild. Mad. This tune was some um, pretty forgettable, to be honest. Uh, I was trying to figure out what language is. I think it might be Hindi. It's definitely not Tamil, which is what he was singing in before, wasn't it? Um, the other singer, whose track it is primarily, Jaslyn Royal, she was pretty boring, to be honest. It was just very, very, very vanilla, very middle of the road. Um, I guess playlist fodder, right? You can imagine this being in a million playlists. So that's where we are, I guess, with it. But I just can't get over this dude and his statistics. That's mad. Totally crazy. And it's not like there are loads of other Indian acts like high up in this chart. He's out on his own. So fair fox to him, basically. <laughs> if I can put it like that. Right, into the top three. It's another one by Shub, the uh, Canadian Punjabi. Track and title One Love. Let's give it a listen. Actually, just over a million streams yesterday. Let's give it a listen. One Love. Yeah, that heavily swung kind of sound is obviously a Punjabi thing, isn't it? And I'm sure that's, yeah, I'm sure I knew that's kind of nestling at the back of my mind somewhere. It's um, not really my thing, <laughs> I have to say. I don't really know why, well, it's a bit stupid saying I don't know why people like something because I guess it's obviously very uh, culturally significant within a particular culture. But it's like, yeah, I just, um, I think it's the same. Um, actually, no, the previous one was uh, was Punjabi hip-hop, wasn't it? So this is not like the previous one. It actually sounds more like the other Punjabi track that we listened to, which was called Softly, wasn't it? I think that's right. Again, this is one take, so apologies if that's totally wrong. But yeah, that's, um, so yeah, it's different. That's, that's a more typically, what I would recognize maybe as a Punjabi sound than the previous track which was called Checks which was yeah that kind of hip hop and you know this guy's obviously massive isn't he because if he's got two tunes in a chart and they sound really quite different that just means he's massive and you know Canadian Punjabi powerhouse that's what's happening right really but I mean it's not for me it's not for me but that's normal okay number two and it's Arjit Singh again. Wow. And the dude who, um, from the Leo soundtrack, but it's not from the Leo soundtrack. So it's, uh, and we've uh, established, I can't pronounce his first name, Mr. Ravi Chanda and Arjit Singh. The track is called Chalaya, which is also almost certainly a terrible pronunciation. Let's give this a listen, shall we? Top two in the India charts. 1.3 million streams yesterday. So let's go. Okay, that actually was from a movie soundtrack. It wasn't obvious from the Spotify listing, but it is from Jawan, the film, a 2023 Indian Hindi language action thriller co-written and directed by Atli in his Hindi film debut. Atli, eh? Aaron Kumar 
known professionally as Attlee. I wonder if that's a reference to the legendary Labour Prime Minister of the 1940s, possibly. Um, in fact, it might be because that was when India was granted independence, wasn't it? Hmm. Uh, moving on to the tune itself, which was, um, I don't know, it kind of had that, Mm. Did it have a movie kind of feel to it? I don't know whether I've just kind of bolted that on after after learning that it was for a movie. But it was basically a pop song, a pretty straightforward pop song with modern production and um, some obviously uh, Indian elements to the instrumentation and the production. But it was, you know, it was kind of catchy. It was a kind of nice song. I don't know. It was very... I mean, obviously very middle of the road. I mean, you're going to... It sort of goes without saying that something this popular is going to be relatively middle of the road, particularly if it's coming from a movie. Perhaps. But, I mean, it didn't have a lot to it. I didn't feel like... It's, I mean, it's fascinating to me that, that so much of this chart is dominated by soundtrack music or songs from movies. It really is interesting. The extent to which music is driven by film in India... I mean, it's kind of sort of part of the same thing that we've talked about quite a lot on the show about the declining cultural importance of music per se, which doesn't mean to say that it doesn't play a part. Clearly it does. And it's playing a part here, but it's very much part of something else, which is culturally important, which is to say Indian cinema. So yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe maybe there's something more to it than that, but I mean that that seems like what's going on here. So that's a, that's fascinating to me, absolutely fascinating, because we just don't we don't get that at all in the in the West in Western music, movie soundtracks and stuff. I mean, they capture people's imagination occasionally, but you never see them in the charts. Very, I mean, occasionally you'll get a, a track a song from a film which which really connects which has been written specifically for that film. But it's nothing like this. Nothing like this. Anyway, we're up number one. We are at number one in the charts, and it's called Too High Kahen, T-U-H-A-I-K-A-H-A-N, and it's by Or, which is spelled A-U-R. Hmm, no idea what this is. 1.4 million streams yesterday on Spotify. Let's give it a listen, shall we? So that's in Urdu. That's another language to add to the list. Pretty amazing, really. But I mean, actually, if they're the artist or... The genre that they're most associated with is Arabic hip-hop. So, I don't know what that means. I don't know whether they're singing in multiple languages or what. Or Urdu is just something which is uh, a language which is commonly used in Arabic hip-hop. But I mean, it was a pretty average track, let's be honest. It was completely completely (laughs) undynamic. That's the word I was trying to get out just then. Just a flat line of a tune uh, kind of nice melody I suppose but like quite, tell you what the, the drums were nice the drums were kind of cool sounding it was kind of like dry woodblock kind of snare and like that, that sounded, sounded decent but the rest of the tune is just like yeah 
let's be honest, if if most of this stuff was being sung in English, I'd have absolutely gone to town on it. Most of the music in this chart. But this was um, this was a bad ending to, to a really interesting chart. I mean, interesting in terms of um, culturally interesting as opposed to musically interesting, I suppose. But yeah, ending on a damp squib, which is unfortunate. But what can you do? Anyway, this has been the top 10 India Spotify charts for Saturday, the 11th of November. And as I said, it was interesting, really interesting, fascinating that film music is so big in India. Really is. But I suppose it makes sense when you consider that, yeah, the film industry there is, you know, it's, it's a kind of legend, isn't it? But I mean, it, I guess it's true. I guess it's true. And it's driving music as well, which is a really, really interesting thing to observe. So yeah, this has been Singles Club Top 50 India. So yeah, what an interesting chart to listen to and think about. Again, as I mentioned at the top, these episodes are completely unrehearsed, unscripted. Listen to the tunes, record what I say about them. So yeah, a lot of the time it's just learning in real time about music and you have to accept a high degree of ignorance in certain cases. Sometimes some knowledge too, a bit of knowledge being dropped. But uh, it's so much fun for me to do these episodes, I have to say really great fun. And sometimes you really learn a lot, which I did today about India and about the Indian music market. So if you've got anything to say about that, if you've got some knowledge of your own you want to drop about the Indian music market, then you can do so via the Discord server, hotflushrecordings.com slash Discord gets you into that server. Of course, if you wanted to sign up to be a supporter, then there is a private area for supporters, which is also a lot of fun. But generally speaking, the Discord is just full of really nice people and there's a really constructive community on there who um, are used to discussing stuff constructively. Yeah, so like I said, anything to say about this, please jump up in there. And um, yeah, if you wanted to start supporting the podcast, then the pledge drive is absolutely time to do it. I mentioned at the top what the benefits are. Head over to patreon.com slash official or scubaofficial.io slash support to do so. We want to give away these t-shirts that we have. So uh, sign up to Musicality. It's super cheap, eight quid fifty a month. And uh, the knowledge that you're supporting, what is, well, it's a really good music podcast, isn't it? Let's be honest. Maybe not the best. No, I think maybe it is the best. I don't know. I would listen to it. I thought I do listen to it. So <laughs> anyway, if you're enjoying it, then yep, it would be very nice of you if you're going to do that. Reminder to follow the Spotify playlist for the show. There's a link in the show notes to that playlist. And uh, if you're not going to do the pleasure drive thing, if you're not going to support us directly, then you can always follow the show wherever you're listening to this. Leave us a five-star rating. Leave us a gushing review. Those things do help too. So they would be uh, they would be good things to do if you're not gonna not gonna sign up and support. But like I said, the pledge drive is the time to do it. So go on, you know it makes sense. Uh, I will see you back here tomorrow for the main pods. Nice one. I'll see you then.